Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real podcast. Today's podcast is Are You Honest With You? And when I tell you I'm <laughs> excited about this particular podcast, okay? Um, I'm excited because I know this place so well. I know what it means to go through life and not really secure and everything that God has uh, spoken over your life and um, questioned, you know, the very thing that he has um, called you into. And so it's it's really sad how insecurities and not feeling good enough and, you know, you've lost your value and not feeling beautiful, uh, seeking validation from people, you know, and people you don't even know and procrastinating on your purpose, your plans, your dreams, your goals, and the lack of self-discipline, you know, those things can, can cause you to walk in shoes that were not prepared, designed, or created by God for your life. But I understand every placement. I understand what it means to not feel beautiful and not feel valued and not feel good enough. Uh, to be honest, I remember a season of my life where um, I had be, you know, I had become so consumed with um, trying to fit in. Uh, I was trying to become what I thought would benefit everyone else around me, and I'm not blaming anybody, you know, uh, because anything that we do in life, it's a choice that we make within ourselves. And so I was transforming and changing into who I myself did not know. Like I didn't know um, who this woman, who this woman was. And I'm just wondering, you know, and it could just be me. You know, have you ever tried to become someone else? Like, um, have you ever felt uh, unqualified? Are you found yourself kissing up to your boss because, you know, you wanted this position and you were, you know, you didn't really work hard for it, but you're going to kiss up to your boss for it. Um, or have you ever tried to, you know, make sure that you, you know, gave your children everything they wanted, you know, to make up for the times you missed out with them? Um, or have you ever tried to compare your marriage to somebody else? Uh, and you, you know, you find yourself trying to take trips and you know, you don't have the money to, (laughs) you know, you don't have the money to take the trip, but yet you're going to try to do it because your friends, you know, and everybody else is doing it. Like, have you ever tried to prove your love to someone who clearly showed you in his or her action that they're just not into you. Like, I, I get it. Some of those I understand, but some of them, I, I, you know, I don't. But I'm just wondering, have you ever had those moments? And I do understand we can sometimes transform into someone else while not realizing how that change will affect us later. It affect the people that we're connected to. It affect the choices that we make. It affect every part of our lives. And I believe a part of um, my relocation, whenever God got ready to shift my life, um, I, I, I didn't really understand the move in its totality. But I understood that whenever I got here, that God started to reveal um, a lot of hidden secrets, you know, that I had within my myself, like hidden fears, hidden, you know, uh, hurt, hidden pain, you know, which would cause me, you know, to no longer, um, pretend to be whole, but it's like, he actually put me in a season 
so that I could become whole. And so um, I questioned it. I did. I, I questioned it. And, you know, truth be told, I still don't know the fullness of why God relocated me. But I'm learning um, to trust God, even though I don't know. See, it's in the trust in him when I don't know that I find the most peace. Now, everybody else, this may not work for everybody else, but it works for me because I have the opportunity to now allow God to be God in my life. I give him full responsibility to do exactly what he had in mind. I, I'm, I'm in a season where I have no choice but to trust his process. And sometimes in trusting his process, it's so scary. It can be like, oh my goodness, am I, you know, I'm used to control. I'm used to understanding what's happening or what's, what's transpiring in my life. And then whenever you give God full control of your life, you don't have access to that like that. Like he don't give you the step-by-step fulfillment of what it is. He gives you, you know, gems here and there, but I'm learning to rest in the moment of what he gives me. I'm learning to rest in the place that he assigned in that particular time. If that makes sense. You may be looking at your life and you may be wondering why you're in the place you're in. But until you remove the mask and I, I'm not talking about the mask, you know, you've been wearing because, uh, you know, we, we've had this mandate and a requirement to wear a mask. I'm talking about the mask that that you had on before the mandate until you remove that one and step out of who you're pretending to be. You'll always live in the lie. You want others to believe not that you believe it, but you want everybody else to believe it. And I, I remember it wasn't until one morning I found the courage, um, to look in the mirror and, and, I remember I was, you know, I think I just moved to Hattiesburg um, at this time and I looked in the mirror and no, I was, I think I was in Mobile. I don't know where I was, but I just remember it was a, it was a while back, but I remember um, looking in the mirror and revealing my scars to God, you know, not that he didn't know, but I needed to know. I needed to reveal what I didn't like about my body what I thought about myself, the things that people have said concerning me, how people have, you know, made remarks and have, you know, said stuff about me that I wasn't in agreement with, but yet believed because of my own insecurities. Like I put all of those things at his feet. I laid everything out. And I'm telling you, true healing does not come until you become honest with you first. It, it you, you, you cannot heal properly until you begin to be honest with you. You know, I, I kept trying to figure out why was I frustrated? Why, you know, you know, people would say, you know, well, you think you're all of this and you think you're better than people. But I'm thinking to myself, what made you think that? Well, it's just the way that you act. Well, how do I act? So if, if I'm acting the way that I feel that this is the way that I'm supposed to act and I change it so that you can be okay, then what about the person that's in, that's sitting behind me that may not necessarily like that way? So then next thing you know, you're trying to perform and try to change for all of these different people who you don't even know half of them. And, and they're probably insecure about them, about themselves, but you want me to adjust 
When are you going to stop adjusting for people? When are you going to stop adjusting your life, your plans, so that everybody else can be in agreement with it, so that everybody else can be okay with it? When are you going to learn to just be? That's what I had to do. And I continue to have to do that. I continue to have to learn to just be. I am who I am. Take it or leave it. No, don't get me wrong. There's so many, there's so much room for growth. There's so much room for change. God is transforming my life. And I know he's probably transforming your life, but he's not doing it to appease people. He's not doing it so that everybody else can validate who you're becoming. And that's okay. <laughs> it is okay. It It is okay. True healing comes when you become honest with you first. True healing comes when you stop playing games with your heart. True healing comes when you grow up. True healing comes when you finally get tired of carrying the load of untruth. True healing comes when you stop playing with your life. So, so if you want to know <laughs> how healing begins, it will always start with you being honest with you. I remember, um, I want to tell you this story. Um, when I got ready to, um, transition from, um, from relaxed hair to natural hair. Now I, it's been like since 2000 and 2009, I believe I had no idea what I was doing. Then just kind of stumbled up on it and I wasn't, and I wasn't trying to follow the trend or anything like that, you know, cause, um, I just, I like my relaxed hair. I like the way my hair flowed when it was relaxed and when it was straight. I just, you know, there was a way that I could curl it. And, you know, anyway, um, stay focused. Alana. But I liked my relaxed hair and, but I used to have very bad migraines and I was on medication for the migraines and I couldn't really figure out and the doctors couldn't figure out, you know, what's causing the migraine. So he would give me medication for it. I got tired of taking the medication. And so he was like, you know, well, we're going to, you know, we're going to monitor what you do, what you eat so that we can try to narrow down what may be causing it. And so I remember going through a, maybe a, a, the, that entire summer, um, not wearing, um, not getting my hair perm. So I kind of like did like protective styles, but I didn't know I was doing protective styles at the time. I just like braids and, you know, it was so much easier to do it during the summertime. So I got braids, which then in result caused me to not get perms for a couple of months. But then when I went back to the doctor, I noticed that I wasn't having any more headaches. And he was like, you know, what are you doing different? And I was like, I couldn't, I could not pinpoint what I was doing different. I couldn't figure it out. And, you know, he was like, you know, well, we're going to go, you know, just come back and visit me, you know, the next month. And he said, I just need you to just kind of, you know, journal what you're eating and what you haven't done. So when I went home, I noticed that when I got ready to take my braids down, I noticed that I hadn't had a perm in a while. And so I waited and I went back to the doctor and I was like, you know, I think it's I didn't, you know, I, I haven't had a perm. And he was like, oh, I didn't put that. He said, I didn't, you know, I didn't think about that and so he and I laughed or whatever but um my relaxer was was actually the cause of my extreme migraines and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to you know you know steer anybody away from getting your perm honey if you like your perm perm it if you like it fried la laid to the side and all that good stuff 
do what you do what fits you. This is the part where I'm talking about you being honest with you. I just know that, you know, it didn't work for me. And if I can go back to, you know, relaxer at this point in this season of my life with as much hair that I have, I probably would. <laughs> but my relaxer was the cause of my extreme migraines. And so I big chopped and, you know, again, didn't know what I was doing. So I watched a lot of YouTube videos and I even, you know, when you're watching these YouTube videos, you got to be careful because, you know, your texture and their texture is two totally different textures. So you probably won't get the same product, you know, the same uh, uh, hairstyle. And so I was buying, you know, the expensive products they had on the market. You know, if it was popular and a YouTube subscriber who had a lot of followers, you know, if they bought it, I bought it. Not knowing that, you know, they could <laughs> they can make money off, you know, testing, you know, different material. That's neither here nor there. Stay focused on one. But I, I, I would purchase it, you know, and if they tried it on YouTube, I imagine how it would work on my hair. Only to realize that it didn't fit, you know, and I'm like, okay, I got to figure out a routine. And so one morning in particular, I decided to wash my hair, but I forgot, like, you know, <laughs> I forgot to, you know, buy the expensive shampoo and the conditioner that, you know, that I was purchasing at the time. And I remember going to the Dollar General store and I purchased shampoo and conditioner. Now at this time, Dollar General didn't have like the, you know, the side for the natural girls. They didn't, they, they didn't at all. So I paid about six to uh, six to $7 total, I believe. And to my surprise, I had achieved the look and feel that I was seeking from the YouTube videos. Now, you know, I was excited about that because I was like six or $7. I'm winning. <laughs> You know, and then it hit me what worked for them didn't work for me. And that's okay. With you listening to that mini story that I gave, have you ever tried to live your life according to what you've seen others do? Like, have you made expensive purchases and hoping you'll get the same result as the person who's doing the advertising? And, and my next question is, would 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 be this did it work for you like you you're you're trying to compare like i made the statement earlier you're trying to compare your marriage to somebody else but you don't know the work that they've done to become who they are i i love social media i do but facebook and instagram will have you broke confused insecure mad at the world because a lot of stuff is planted there. Some is good. I'm not knocking social media. I'm on it. But the takeaway is those people who are insecure may see somebody else on there doing something that they either want to do or something. But you you don't know the behind the scenes. Now, when I take pictures, I you know, when before I put a picture on Instagram, or on Facebook, I got to look at it like two, three, four times because I, I just, I, I just know that, you know, okay, I, I want to make sure cause this, but people don't know that you don't took like three, four, five, 10, 15, 20 pictures to get the one that you actually want. When the other ones are the most authentic, they're the most, <laughs> you know, most vulnerable, 
But a lot of times you don't want to want people to see your insecurities. A lot of times you don't want people to see your vulnerability. And I get it. I promise you, I understand it because everybody is should not be privy to your insecurities or the things that, you know, that you are insecure about. So that you don't later you use those things against me. I, I, I'm not knocking it, but I'm just wondering, are we shifting and changing so that we can make sure that our Facebook posts or our Instagram page or, you know, whatever we reveal to the world, even if it's a lie, do we, do we, do we really, is that really who we want to be? Is that really what the world is becoming? And, and it is. That's why being honest with me and being honest with you, you know, with you being honest with yourself, that's that's where truth begins, because regardless to what we post on Facebook, regardless to what we post on Instagram, God knows us. (laughs) He knows everything there is about us. He knows how many times you took that picture to get the perfect one so that you can post. (laughs) I know the Lord is like, dog, how many pictures are you going to take? That was a good one. That was a good one. But you're going to post that one. You know, and don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking it because I do it. You know, you want your picture to be right. I get it. What I'm saying is those moments where you're not being honest with you and you're trying to present a false you to the world when you're living with the real you and you don't even know it. You don't even know who that person is. I'm getting I'm trying to get us to a place where we authentically fall in love with ourselves, not boastful in, 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 in a way that we're, we become arrogant or we become, you know, self-righteous. But in into a place or into a posture or a gesture where we love ourselves enough to say that what God created is enough. What God created, he stood back and he said, mm, now that's good, not in a boastful way, but in a in a humbling way. Because what God create, everything God has created, it was and it is good. We just have to believe it. We just have to know that without a shot of a doubt, whether we become a 36, 24, 36, honey, I'm fine the way that I am. I am beautiful. I'm beautiful. My head of hair is not like everybody else. My hips are wide. I, you know, my legs are skinny there. Hey, I got a lot going on. But yet at the end of the day, what God created, he said it was good. And I'm okay with that. Whenever he created you, he broke the mold. He didn't think of, should I make another? Should I reform? Should I retransform? No, he didn't think. He knew that what he made in you was good enough to stand in the season that you're standing in now. So I need you to believe in you. I need you to be honest with you enough that regardless to what people say or regardless to what people think about you, you are who God says you are. There's nothing wrong with transitioning from one phase of life to the next. And there's definitely nothing wrong with having an example. But before you transition and use that example, please hear God. Transition is is defined as the process of changing from one state or condition to another. I'm saying don't leave one phase unfinished because you're so ready to get to the next. God has us in that phase for a reason. 
And I know it can be discouraging seeing everyone else win and seeing everyone else operate in what they, you know, what you desire or what they've desired or what they've talked about reaching their goals. But you're only seeing the surface of their results. You don't know what it took for them to be where they are. You don't even know if where they are is actually true. Because a lot of stuff that is presented and a lot of stuff that is posted is not authentic. I'm not knocking anybody. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is truth starts with you. You got to be honest with you. The scripture says in Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 8. It says better is the end of a thing than its beginning. And the patient in spirit is better than you, than the proud in spirit. I want you to know that you're on your way to something. You got to know when to transition. That's the key. So my prayer for you on today is that you don't make a move hastily. Don't make a move because you're so ready to to get to the next phase that you forget the the tools because everything that you you're 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 needing or everything that you're using in this season is needed for the next. My first grade teacher her name is Miss Haynes and I and I and I love her to this day. I remember goofing off in class. <laughs> I was I was just just acting up. And I remember her pulling me to the side, you know, even in my younger age, I remember her pulling me to the side and she said, you know, better than that. Because of who your family is, I know, you know, better. And she said, you can't fit in with all of those other kids and do what all those other kids and become the class clown, you know, for those other kids because of who you connected to. I was like, how you know my folks? <laughs> you know, back then, you know, your teachers, you know, I mean, they knew everybody. They knew all, you know, your mom, your aunts, they knew everybody. You just, was, you was lost because like, you ain't been to no one family function. How do you know? But she said, I remember those words. I do. And I remember her reminding me that you'll always be different. And when you've got to change who you are so that everybody else can be comfortable and be okay, then you've lost who you are. You've lost the essence of who you are. I don't, I don't want you to lose you on the count of trying to win them. Because it's going to always be at your expense. I want you to be honest with you. And sometimes being honest with you, it's not always pretty. That's the part that we don't often talk about when it comes to being honest. It, it hurts. It, 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 it hurts to be honest with you. But it feels good in the end because I'm aware of who I'm becoming. And then it stops, you know, the enemy from, you know, it doesn't stop him totally, but it stops you from allowing the enemy to win in your head. 
I used to, when I tell you, I, I did not like my body. I picked it and pulled it apart every single time. Until one time I was in the gym and I was on this Stairmaster thing. And while I was on this Stairmaster, there was a lady that was in there. And I was like, man, if I had a body, ooh, you couldn't tell me nothing. You know, I was, <laughs> you know, you just, I mean, and, and she was a slim, you know, white lady, just, you know, you know, hair bouncing. I was like, you know, that's the slim that I'm trying to get to. And that, that same lady came over to where I was and she said, you know, Hey, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, she said, um, I don't want you to think I'm crazy when I say this, but I really want to ask you a question. And I was like, sure. And she said to me, she said, um, how do you get, um, and she was stumbling, you know, to try to try to say it. Cause I was just looking at, I'm like, what are you about to say? you know, <laughs> that you want to know. And she was like, you know, how do you get your, your waist to kind of be a little, you know, small. And she said, and how do you get your hips and everything to be proportionate? And I'm looking like, honey, I want what you got, but would have never thought that she wanted what I had. So she and I laughed because I told her, I was like, you know, you was over there running and your ponytail was, you know, bouncing back and forth. And I was like, I wish I had a body. She was like, no, and you were on the Stairmaster. And I was wondering like, oh my goodness, if I just had her bottom. And I was, we laughed, we laughed so hard. But it just, it was in that moment where I, when I got back in the car, I realized, God, what you created in me, I'm, I, I'm, I'm good. I am beautiful because there are people that are paying to have what I have. So I'm learning to embrace it. I'm learning to be okay with the skin that I'm in. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, I like the, you know, I don't really like the workout, but, you know, in order to, you know, to be healthy, in order for, you know, things to work properly, you know, I do. I try to make sure that I at least walk and just do something, you know, some type of exercise to get myself in a place or keep myself in a place where I'm taking care of me. What am I I'm really saying to you is that I'm loving the process and the discovery of me. And I'm 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 loving this <laughs> I'm loving this place. I know what I like, what I don't like. I you know, I'm trying new foods and you know, I'm 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 trying different locations and If you really know me, know me, I'm not one to sit outside and, you know, um, at a restaurant and just enjoy the breeze. I I do that now. (laughs) And, you know, I'm I'm learning to take walks in different places and different areas. I'm learning to even, you know, go shopping in other locations, you know, just outside of my norm. I'm like rediscovering um, things that I never knew I liked, you know. And I'm loving this place. I want you to take a moment and I want you to take some time to look in the mirror and just enjoy who you see. Like who you see in the mirror is more than amazing. Good enough. Qualified. Beautiful. You may not be a 36, 24, 36, and you probably is. 
But God still says that what he created was and is good. I just need you to believe it. I need you to trust and be honest with where you are. Tell God every insecurity that you have. Let him know what burdens you. Let him know what frustrates you. Let him know what angers you. Let him just be like, talk to God. The way that I'm talking to you now is the way that I talk to God. Like we laugh, (laughs) you know, I, you know, I'm mostly laughing at myself. I'm like, God, I am a mess, you know, but yet he created and loved this mess. He qualified and called me for an assignment and I sometimes sit back and I'm like, God, you really want to use me. And he says, the moment that you became honest, the moment that I could trust you with the heart of my people. So I need you to, I need you to take that time. Take a day for yourself. Take yourself out to eat. Take yourself you know, shopping, take yourself out so you can, so you can learn you. Even if you're married and you have children and you say, okay, well, I want to, it's good for you to say that because you're single and you don't have any children. So, you know, it's good for you to do that. No, you can do it too. When you're riding, you know, if you're riding down the highway and your husband or your wife have the children, that's a moment instead of being on your phone. That's a moment so you can really be honest with where you are. We waste a lot of time and we don't realize it. You know, I know I do waste a lot of times on unnecessary stuff where and then you you like you complain about you not having enough hours in the day. But God is like, no, but what did you use with the time that I gave you? I'm not here to, you know, downplay your schedule (laughs) or make you feel like, you know, you know, but you can fit five minutes in. Even in you, you know, being around your children and even in, you know, your husband being in the room or your wife being in the room, you can just take a moment and say, God, I, I don't know. God, who am I really? So I just want to know. Are you really, 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 are you really honest with you? 